Do you ever feel like an imposter? Do you feel like you're faking it till you hopefully one day make it in your business goals and dreams? If so, then you're in the right place. Jesse, Lauren, and Mel are three besties who love discussing all things business and side hustle, all to help encourage you to push beyond imposter syndrome. We share real life learnings in real time to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Expect positive vibes, women supporting women, and a business education that you didn't learn in school. This is Imposter Women. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's bonus quick tip episode. Uh, Today, we have a very exciting topic that we're going to be talking on our quick tip, which is vision boards. As you know, at this point, these episodes are meant to just bring you some extra content, um, give you a little bit of snippets of things we don't necessarily have time to talk about full length in some of our other episodes. We hope you really like this one. Also give us a shout out if this episode really resonates with you because we think we probably could talk a lot more about vision boards. So tell us what you want to hear from this one. I'll be your host for today's episode. My name is Jessie Lunder Gallo and I'm here today with my co-host Melissa Hassan to talk about a topic that we both really love and have seen a lot of power from in our own businesses. Mel, you want to kick us off? Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh. Talking about vision boards today, I love vision boards, Jesse. I know you do too. And I know that we have had incredible success by building our dream business and life um, by using vision boards and just all the cool things that we can create with a vision board. And it's also like a beautiful visual representation of our goals. So essentially they really, they create magic. Okay. I think that's like what it boils down to it magically, you put these pictures on your vision board and they magically come into your life. Um, But what is a vision board, right? So essentially it's just a visual representation. So you can kind of think of it as like a collage, right? So you can do it like kind of like a real pinup board or you can do kind of an online version, but you just kind of take beautiful scenes of what you want to achieve um, in all categories of your life And you put that onto one kind of big picture, one board, and it's really going to help you kind of tune into that energy of like that version that you want to become and uh, just really magically uh, pulls things into your universe and makes all of that like more tangible and it brings it into your reality. That's such a good description, Mel. I love how you describe that. I know that really understanding like what they were before I created one was kind of a hard thing for me. And they really are just like a beautiful visual future to look at. (laughs) And it can really highlight like how fun it can be to set goals. You know, we've seen um, in other episodes, I've talked about how to actually set goals. And in that I mentioned like you can put put those goals on your wall. You can create visualizations and a vision board is just another way to do that. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check out that episode on how to start setting goals. Um, But vision boards should be fun. It should be aspirational as well. So I, I was reading something the other day that says like, if, if what is on your vision board is something that you can like imagine and see in your life already, like you need to up level that 
because it, it's things that you're like quantum leaping into um, and really like seriously like stretching yourself to become. Um, but it's not hard and that's the other thing. So, Jesse, I know you've talked about like where you keep your vision board um, and it really doesn't take you a ton of time to look at. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about like what your vision board looks like and where you keep it in your office and your home? Totally. So I think that's a really key piece of vision boards is if you create them and shove them in a closet um, or put them somewhere where you're not seeing them all the time, I just don't think they have the same magic that you're talking about. Um, So vision boards, also worth noting, can be physical, they can be digital. I would say, not everyone says this, but if you're going to do a digital one, again, make sure it's somewhere you're going to see it all the time. So make it the page that automatically pops up when you log in to your computer. Like, do something with it so you still see it if it's digital. Mine is physical. Um, so I spent more than I probably should have buying a really beautiful framed cork board because <laughs> that was what I really liked. And I printed pictures and snipped pictures um, and kind of put them into clusters. I had like several areas of life I wanted represented on mine. Um, and then I went to Hobby Lobby and I like pretty things, which I'm sure you all know at this point, or I wouldn't design all the time. Um, so I went to Hobby Lobby and I bought, um, at the time it was like Christmas when I did my last one. So I bought all the like clearance fluff for your tree that was gold because I love gold. I went and bought stickers. I bought spray glitter. Like this sounds ridiculous, but let me tell you, it is aesthetically wonderfully pleasing and I, it hangs right next to my desk. So it's moved a couple of times. It used to hang right next to my bed for a while. So I would see it like I put it on the side of the bed where I face falling asleep. So I would see it every night as I fell asleep. Now it's next to my desk. So I see it every day when I sit down while I'm working. Um, so I, yeah, just having them really visual is really visible is really important. Of course you made it beautiful, Jesse. That is so you. And I remember when you when you actually finished it, you showed us on the mastermind, like you're like, this is my vision board. And it was so, so pretty. It definitely inspired me to up my vision board game because <laughs> I am a little more practical or lazy, like maybe just lazy. I made mine, I think it was Google Sheets. The first vision board I ever did was on Google Sheets, which is basically like PowerPoint. And I think I just took snippets of photos online and I kind of made it um, into a document. But um, I love like that visual, like make it beautiful because it like that's what aspirational is. You know, you like you make it something that you want to become. And like the more beautiful it is, the more joy you're going to have looking at it. And the more you're going to feel all the feels when you like see that amazing you know, house on the vision board that you want to bring into your reality that you see like the amazing career or the business that you've like represented in these pictures. So my vision board currently, um, I do have it printed out from the Google sheet. I've made, I think a couple since then. I also have it, um, as the background on my laptop. So I really love that because I look at it a trillion times a day without like consciously thinking about it. Um, I also kind of look at it in the morning and in the afternoon, I have it printed out. And what I'll do is like, I'll really like visually put myself in the scene. So, you know, whatever the scene is, I'll be like, okay, the house, like imagine myself in the house, looking out the windows, walking through the house. Um, and that is a great, great reason why these vision boards are so effective because it, it works with our subconscious mind, which loves images, right? It works with our subconscious mind to like 
tap into that. And then to buy visualization, we're really kind of convincing our subconscious mind that we're already there because our subconscious doesn't really recognize it. Like, Hey Mel, like you're actually not in the house right now. Um, who are you kidding? Like your subconscious mind goes, Oh cool. Like we're in the house. Let's go find that house. And then you will find yourself like doing things that kind of lead you to the circumstance that like find a house like that or better. Um, And that's really how kind of maybe like a bit of the science kind of behind why vision boards are so effective. And um, that's, that's kind of like the mindset coach version of me kind of explaining that background anyway. No, it's so true. And I think what's really cool about them is that I know when I was listening to other podcasts and like wrapping my head around how to make my vision board, one thing that stood out to me was that they said it, you don't have to know why you love an image either because it is so image based. So um, for me, it really helped to like just scroll through Pinterest, to flip through magazines, like find just sources of imagery. And there were sections on there, like on some of my career section, the images that I was putting on there didn't like totally make sense. They just like looked like things I really liked. They looked the way maybe I wanted to see myself. And as time progressed, it was like, oh my gosh, that is exactly what I'm doing, or that's exactly where I'm finding myself. So I think just finding images that make you excited and feel you feel compelled to can be really helpful and noting that it is a little different than a goal. So with a goal, you're going to have metrics, you're going to have timelines. And like Mel said earlier, like a vision board should be so big that it feels like unachievable. Maybe it feels like huge. This is, this is where you're trying to go. And um, I know you said this to me recently, Mel, if you can accomplish the things that are on your vision board or you like see them getting checked off, it's time for a new vision board, um, which is currently where mine sits. It's getting checked off very quickly. I'm like, uh-oh, time to reset, um, which that's what your vision board should be doing for you. It should be compelling you towards something really big. Dude, so true. And that's kind of where I'm at myself because like I've reached a couple things and I'm like, whoa, was I like thinking too small like a year ago when I made this vision board? And probably yes, let's be honest, because if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, gee, Mel, Jesse, like, I don't know how to think big. I don't know how to think outside of my reality. Um, something that has helped me massively was like, you know, when you're a kid and you just like have all these massive dreams and you love all this stuff and you're just like, yes, like I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to do that it can be really helpful to kind of go back to that time and like really access your inner child and be like, what was I just so excited about as a kid? Like, what did I love? Like what made me so happy? And maybe it's like singing and dancing, or maybe it's like, I loved this particular luxury brand when I was a kid. I'm going to put that purse on my vision board or something like that's kind of a fun one. Um, but that can be, they can be ways to think about like, to kind of get out of your current, um, reality and like think more. Or if you, if there's someone that you really admire and you're like, wow, I love the business that they've created, you know, can you put some kind of aspect of what they've created onto your vision board as well? Um, but it's always about like that stretch and, um, creating something that you don't currently have. Thank you for listening to this episode of Imposter Women. 
You can visit the episode description to find all of the show notes from today's episode. We'd love if you would send us your weekly win at imposterwomen at gmail.com and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help others find this community. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue to help you chase your dreams unapologetically. See you on the next episode of Imposter Women.